The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly, to you too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. See, we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee. And I feel fine mostly due to the large quantities of pineapple rum I've been drinking while in quarantine in my home in the woods in Minnesota. Guys, this is Mark. Amanda, I am very happy that you are feeling much better. Wade, you too, I guess. I want to thank you from myself, all the patrons, your fans and listeners. Guys, a lot of shit going on right now, but what you give us weekly in these podcasts, we owe you a tremendous amount of gratitude to spend the time, do it. And I want you to know it means the world to us and to me, I promise. Keep it up, be safe, and you will see me again, whether you like it or not. Mahalo, baby. Hi friends, it's Tiff here from Australia. Just checking in to see how you guys are doing. I'm doing great here. We're in quarantine. I'm trying to stay home. Been doing some meditation, yoga, um, arts and crafts and online courses and also working on my um, online network marketing company as well. Um, it's funny, you know, I was thinking the other day that, you know, only a few months ago, I was saying to everyone at work, as you know, I'm an esthetician working in a day spa. So minimum hours a day, I work about 10 hours a day. And it's funny, I always say, oh my goodness, I wish there was more time in the day. I wish I had more time in the week, you know, in the year, the months, all of that. And same as so many other people have said, oh yes, you know, I wish we had more time as well for just the little things to take, you know, care of yourself. And um, I feel that we have all put it out there to the universe and the universe has now said, okay, yep, I'm going to give you time. Now you've got all the time in the world to stay home, do those things, do those self-care things, clean out that closet that you've been meaning to clean out for the last two or three years and, you know, read that book. I've been reading so many books lately, which, which is awesome because I always say, I just don't have enough time. I try and read before I go to bed, but then I fall asleep. So, yeah. So. All right. That was Mark and Tiffany. Thank you so much for your messages. Two messages. Yay. <laughs> it's an improvement. <laughs> it is a big improvement, right? Because we, we, we actually asked people to give us messages. We did. I'm excited. And then, when we leave, and then when they leave messages, the machine cuts Tiffany off. 
Well, we forgot to mention that it does that. No, we did. We mentioned that they get like a minute and she left a minute and a half. So that was good. She got an extra 30 seconds. Sorry, Tiffany. So <laughs> You can call back and finish your message. <laughs> yeah. So SpeakPipe, I guess, can, I guess has maybe since Corona started, they've given us an additional 30 seconds to leave messages. Oh, maybe wow. free, free time. Free Corona time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Mark was like kind of just thanking us for doing the podcast during these hard times, I guess, and oh, just really thanking nice. us yeah. yeah, and making sure that you're okay. And it's good to hear that you're doing well and I'm, he doesn't really care about me too much. And he might have been so drunk. Was, you know, of course. Well, of course he was drunk. <laughs> of course he was drunk. <laughs> uh, and Tiffany, I mean, she was pretty much saying essentially what you were saying. Yeah, you know what? I couldn't agree more, Tiff. Like, we were all just in overdrive, and life was just way too fast for me right before this. And then all of a sudden, just everything slowed down. Not by choice. It just happened, you know? And it's true. I mean, I guess there is a silver lining there for sure. I mean, it sounds like she's just doing her stuff, and she's just catching up on everything. I think, like, most people are. And I think for all of us, and we've been talking about it in the last several uh, podcast with our patrons that uh, this is an opportunity now with all this free time to catch up on life. Absolutely. I mean, you might as well be broke doing it, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think we're all broke now. We're all I on the know. same boat. Even the people who have money now are broke. That's true. So, you know, we're all on level ground now. Yep. Which is wonderful. And I'd like to uh, thank Jeffrey also for the extra patronage uh, during these trying times. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. That's awesome. For the uh, added help. I mean, he knows I'm having a hard time. Everybody knows everybody's having a hard time right now. And it's just kind of to all the patrons, thank you for your continued support, your personal emails, your comments, your amazing reviews. We have like 45 reviews now. I mean, 99% positive. I mean, it's been great. We, we've, we've put in more reviews within, the, within a year and a half. Almost, we haven't even been doing this for two years yet, but um, a year and a half now. We have more reviews than business, you know, the podcasts that have been out there for 10 years. It's pretty so good stuff. So it's amazing. So we're doing a great job here. So we're going to talk about a little bit today before we get into it because this podcast is going to be about movies made in hawaii and why not during this time considering we're all stuck inside we're all getting at each other's throats we're all like going (laughs) crazy stir crazy inside we're all imprisoned so we might as well watch all these great movies why not that have been filmed in hawaii (laughs) it'll be a fun podcast and it'll give you a lot to do if you haven't seen them yet yes and what we're gonna do also is we're gonna play the song of every movie we're going to talk about first and see if you guys can figure it out before we actually talk about it, which will be really cool. Fun. Right? Yes. Okay, so before we get into all that, we did want to talk about a little bit about the news here and about what's going on with Corona. Corona in Hawaii. Corona in Hawaii. Exactly. The Corona cases. It's been going up and down. So it doesn't make any sense, but I would say total we're a little under 600 cases now. We may be right there at 600 right cases. There? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I didn't look at the. Th- I know. I keep losing I track. didn't look at it today, but there was more cases that showed up because a lot of these small businesses that I, have, I believe it or not, I mean, I don't know how it's going to work out for the mainland, but 
McDonald's and places like this are opening up and... Well, they've been open for drive-thru. Yeah, but they're infected. There's like 20, 30 people that have been infected from three different McDonald's now on, on the Big, Big Island. Island. I know. And this thing's going on from, I don't know, hospitals and nursing homes where mm-hmm. everyone's getting it too. And it's kind of going up and then it goes down and then it goes up and then it goes down. So, so we're not any, we're not stable right now. I would say last week we were averaging about 10, 15 new cases a day. This yeah. week it's been all over the place. It's been a roller coaster. Yeah, so been like, it was like yeah. 24 new cases one day, five new cases the next day. And then 12 the next day yeah. and then 20 cases it and then down to 12 again. No pattern. Well, there's no pattern because we don't have enough fucking tests. <laughs> that could I mean, be who, it. Who I don't know. Who does have enough tests right now? I don't think anywhere. You know, they try to say, oh, we have tests to test everybody, but we actually don't. We just don't. It just, it, I mean, how do you test 350 million people? Yeah. Y- you're not going to be able to do it. Um, now this quarantine, ever since Easter, this quarantine thing has gotten a little out of control. Uh, there's, there's protests like in all across the country now. Including Give here. us our freedom. Just, yeah, just yesterday it happened. Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? How do you feel about that? I mean, Stay inside, do what you're told. I think the government's right. have a right to protest. <laughs> I mean, the thing is here, they're yeah. so peaceful. They are pretty so peaceful. They just, stayed, they just stayed in their cars yeah. and they just went down the street and that was about it. Exactly. They didn't even get out of the car. So. Like, I think it was like two dozen cars. So it was like 20, 30 cars. So it wasn't like everybody in Hawaii, for God's sakes. They have a right to do that. No, they have a right to do that. But I mean, I think I think it's good. I mean, I wouldn't be out there doing it. I mean, <laughs> no. I kind I kind of understand what they're doing, but it's nice to know that someone is keeping the government in line a little bit like (laughs) they know not to push it too much because there will be more of that rebellion so you gotta watch what you do and we're seeing that in the other states like thousands of people are showing up at rallies i know it and i mean honest to god we have a real problem with our governor here governor Ige is the biggest fucking idiot that i I think he's the worst governor in the entire country and he's pretty unpopular he's pretty unpopular here and now talk about what what he wants to do so now he wants to uh, implement a 20% pay cut for all state workers, which first responders. would include myself, teachers. It would include also first responders and nurses. And they are getting pay raises all over the mainland. Yeah. And here he wants to cut their pay. Yeah. So I guess his... Um, his way of going about it is, is they he, might get slightly mm. less of a pay cut than us. <laughs> so basically what he's heading toward is he's <sighs> heading toward a personal lynching. That's horrible. <laughs> if this happens, I mean, so at first it was going to go into effect May 1st. Now it got pushed back to June 1st because of the unions. Yeah. Just creating a ruckus about it all. But if this happens, it's going to be a disaster. We're already so underpaid. I yeah. mean, me personally, moving to Hawaii, doing the same job, I took a $20,000 pay cut a year. Now they're going to give you a $40,000 yeah, pay right? cut. I know. Now just another 20%. And it's not just during coronavirus. It would be for 25 months. Yeah, you're talking about <laughs> over two. The over the next two years, you're going to have to um, take a job stripping. <laughs> I'm not going to take a job stripping. <laughs> I'm sure you would listen, enjoy listen, that. I'm sure you would enjoy that put very your much. Ma- put your mask on. <laughs> put your mask on. No one's going to know who you are. Okay. And you're going to be all set, and you'll make more money in one day than you make in a week at I'm your sure job. I'm sure that might be true, but I'm not doing <laughs> it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, I mean, that's what it's going no, to come know, down to. I know, I know. It's really messed up. And that's not just that. That's You're talking about... You're talking about these people not being able to pay their rent now because they're going to be making 20% less. You're talking about they're not going to be able to get as many groceries, mm-hmm. paying their bills, 
nothing none of these things are changing so let me get this straight if i get a 20 percent pay cut are they going to shrink my phone bill by 20 percent are they going to shrink my rent by 20 percent and they need to but no. no of course they're not of course they're not and we already have an outrageous cost of living here so I, hawaii is in a lot of trouble it, it's bad hawaii is really in a lot of trouble and i'll be honest with you guys we're seeing a lot of people get up and leave during this oh my god so many people we know so many people we know are just getting up and they're leaving hawaii they're saying we've had enough and we don't want to be here to watch the armageddon that's coming and I've been warning, if you go back almost when we started this podcast, little here and there, I've been warning about things like this, that Hawaii wasn't prepared for a disaster. Why did we invest all that money into real? Why did we do all these things? And here we are. Ige and his administration not only didn't have a plan B, they didn't have a plan A. It's they had, true. They had no concept and no idea on what they, they were going to do. Nothing. They had this. nothing ready for this. This man should literally just Resign, and he did everything wrong. He did he really everything did. wrong. He still has not closed the airports. A hundred and nine people came in the other day, and they're being oh. they're being caught everywhere on the beaches here. And guess what? One of them was our tenth death. One of them was our tenth tourist death. from Washington. Washington. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't on this island. It was on Maui, or was it on Kauai? It was one of the other remember. islands. But yeah, came in from Washington on a vacation and died here. It's still happening. That means he had it from the mainland, from Washington. Ooh, what do you know? Big surprise. That's where they had a lot of cases. I know. You know, and th we can't keep bringing people in here. And, you know, it was all over the news the other day. The tourists are on the beach, laying on the beach. So, yeah, and then people and have to call areas. the cops. Yeah, which nobody used to know about. So nobody now knows about these secret spots. Somehow they're finding them because they can't go to Waikiki. And right. someone, who's telling them to these spots? I have no idea how they're finding out, but yeah, so either. somebody has to call the cops, and then yep. the cops come and kick them all out. Yeah. Who knows if they're getting the proper citations or not? I don't know. I don't know either. Let's move on to Hawaii's unemployment, because oh, it's a goddamn disaster. Even worse. <laughs> Listen, I there's no more money in the SBA loans. There's no more money in the PPP. We're not getting our stimulus of $1,200 yet. Some and people are. Some people are, but a lot, a lot of us are not yet. And unemployment is a complete and utter disaster. Talk about what they're doing right now, what they're going to be setting up. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be in the convention center, I believe. Yeah. They're, they're asking volunteers to come in. 1,000 so of them. They can set up computer stations Will to actually get through paid. this. They're not going to be paid. Right, right. I know. This is insane. And it's state workers. You have to be a state worker to volunteer. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're probably going to get a 20% pay cut, but come <laughs> volunteer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is unbelievable. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so sad that now they're doing it. They've known they've had a problem with unemployment for how many weeks now? And now, because everyone's going crazy, no one's getting their unemployment, you can't even get into the website. You can't even call them. Now they're going to give put put in like all these computers and a thousand people at the convention center. They had like how many people do they have? I think they had eight to sixteen people originally in unemployment. It's ridiculous. And now they have a thousand. <laughs> that just tells you that like ridiculous. forty. So forty percent of Hawaii is unemployed right now. Forty percent, the highest in the country. Because why? Because this fucking state has invested everything into tourism, and they don't give a damn about anything else. And this is what happens. When the one form of income to your state is one thing. Yeah. It's and not, it's been a disaster. It's not a good model. No, it's not. So that's where we are. And, and, and talking about tourism, there's none. 
there's nobody coming here except like a hundred people, but they're not here going on tours. They're not doing anything. Everything is closed. Right. You know, and they're just quarantining in paradise. <laughs> yeah. So I think the only thing I think that's coming up our way here in Hawaii, uh, starting maybe May first, maybe is they're going to start opening up some local businesses to only local people. But the problem with that is, is fifty percent of the usual customers that are coming into these places are not going to be coming in because it's tourism. They'll get 50% from local people and that and probably not even that many because local people don't have money anymore. To yes, spend. local people don't have money to spend and then there's going to be a lot of nervousness and fear still. So there's that many more people that aren't going to show up. So these people are not going to oh, this is what's weird. These places are going to open. They're going to get beginning about 50% of their business or maybe even less only 25%. They're not going to be able to file for unemployment and for all these other things because they are technically open. open. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to be able to pay their bills still. And the other piece, because our state did close schools for the yeah. remainder of the school year, kids are going to be home. So a lot of parent, a Can't lot of go to work. people who own small businesses and have kids at home, they're going to be in a situation. I don't know what they're going to do when they try to reopen. I do not see a solution to this for a while. And that's just yeah. for local businesses. And that's not even including tourism. If they're only going to start opening local businesses, I don't know when they're going to open all the flights saying, come on back to Hawaii. That might be not till next year. And if that is like that, the tourism authority is going to collapse. We'll see. I need to take a break. That was a lot of negativity. <laughs> but guess what? What? We're all going down together. Oh, great. Isn't that positive? So, guys, give us a call and let us know what it's like in your state right now. (laughs) So, we asked people to do that last week. There's a little side tab to leave a message for Amanda and Wade. Wade and Amanda, let us know what the hell's going on in your state. Let us know where you are. Let us know your frustration. Just know you can only leave a minute and a half message, and then you're going to get cut off. But you could call back and finish it. Yeah, call back (laughs) and leave a second message. And then when you hear it on the podcast, we'll put it together. That's what editing is. Okay, now we can get into Hollywood, Hawaii. Yeah, but before we even do that, Uh-oh. welcome to the Aloha Life. Why didn't we do that already? Oh, well, was, because we went to those messages and then we just really got into this. So, yeah, welcome to the Aloha <laughs> Life. I'm the poor man, if nobody knows that. And I am Dr. Aloha. All right, podcasting Pono on the 808. We're going to try to make this rest of the podcast very, very positive. Yes. So let's go ahead and listen to an awesome song. And we'll be right back and get into our first Let's movie. Let's have a little fun. Let's have some fun. All right. All right. Be right back. Hey, 
Hit, hit, it might not do There's no place to grab me I'm gonna turn it where I live I play till the sun sets beyond the It's time to try the Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Angling's tanked in, hustle, shake and shaka. No worries, no we ain't no biggie brother. Cutting in, cutting up, cutting back, cutting out. Right side, back side, do the footed right cross. Let's get jumping, surf's up, the pumping. Coasting with the motion of the ocean. Whirlpool swirling, cascading, swirling. back that was Lilo and Stitch all right from Lilo and Stitch actually no, the year on. 2002 <laughs> I'm not sure oh what you're my asking god <laughs> go ahead you just go ahead and go oh right down and gosh. talk about all this wonderfulness all right let's do it yeah. so yeah year 2002 directors Dean DeBloy and Chris Sanders cast Davy Chase Chris Sanders Tia Carrera Carrer. yeah she's famous here Ah. Yeah. All right. Quick synopsis. A Hawaiian girl adopts an unusual pet who is actually a notorious extraterrestrial fugitive. I love this I movie. love this movie. And it's a little older, too. I mean, it's almost, can you believe it's almost 20 years old? Blows my mind. Blows my mind. The animation is absolutely gorgeous. All the backdrops are all done oh my with gosh. watercolor. This one, I'm trying to remember, is it um, Kauai backdrop? It is Oh, all it changes Kauai. though, because no, there's a, a few spots on Oahu at the end of it. I do remember Waikiki. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm I don't even sure. remember that I'm part of it. Sure. It's at been a while end. since I've seen it. Uh, probably a lot of these movies, it's been a while since we've seen them. We don't want to go into super long details about them because we want you guys to watch them. Right. But we're going to go over the synopsis and just talk about a little bit about the movie, maybe what we liked about them, 
you know, just maybe some details yeah. that we really fell in love with. And this is really kind of like our top 20. And then we'll get into some of the B-movies that we didn't think was that great. They were okay. I don't think I've seen very many of those. Yeah, but, yeah, okay. yeah. I don't even know if we'll get into all those, but we'll see At what At least happens. we'll list them for everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, um... I think for this movie, it was a surprise at the time because I didn't think that, I, I mean, I don't think anyone knew that Disney was going to go ahead and do this weird twist that an alien landed in Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, what a great concept and idea. It was such an original concept. And then the alien acts as a dog. I guess you could say that. It's great. I guess so. And then what he would do, I think he, I think he looked at the dog and then he punched in his other arms in his ears yes. or something mm -hmm. to make himself look, look like, like he a was, dog. Yeah, make himself look like a dog because he had like I think he has six arms or four arms. Yeah, he was an alien. But um, his problem was is he was a very destructive alien, and that's why they <laughs> wanted to get rid of him. Yeah. And then he landed on Earth, and then he was with um, Lilo, Lilo, and he kind of learned about Ohana and family and how it was to be together and to not be left behind. And I love that Ohana message. It's so that. huge here in Hawaii. Yeah. It truly is. So. It was a great message, and you slowly see that even though he's still very destructive, he's trying to learn how to love yes. and how to be a family member. And he does that in the end. Well, and don't it's just give an it away. Okay, sorry. Everybody's seen okay. it. I'm no, sure I everybody's you think seen everybody? it. Well, kids haven't seen it. A lot of kids haven't seen it. Younger really? people. No, I think still today a lot of kids have not seen oh, that movie. Oh, that's a good now, one. Believe it or not, a lot of these movies, you'll tell, have you seen this? And they'll be, no, I never heard of it. <gasps> Believe it or not. <laughs> really? It, the movie's 20 years old now. Some know, people. it's good. Yeah, but in the last 10 years, man, a lot of people, it's very good. So guys, watch Lilo and Stitch. And I like that it's not a typical Disney movie at all. No, and, and um, although we're going to talk about other another animated film, um, I th this is my favorite. One of Why? my one of my favorite Disney animated films of all time. Oh, of all time. Yeah, of all wow. time. Wow. Yeah, because you like aliens. I love aliens. You like that shit. And I lo <laughs> look at look at what what is better than aliens in Hawaii? <laughs> Your two favorite topics. This is like, seriously, it is like my two favorite topics. There's nothing better than that. I will say though, I've never seen the second one. There's a Lilo and Stitch well, too. I mean, what else have you? Well, there's a Lion King too. Uh, I know. Two, have and you a seen Mermaid it too, and <clears throat> everything else too. It all goes directly to DVD. No, I haven't seen them. Mm. Um, but you know, it's never as good because it never is released know, into I the know. movie theater. I'm just saying, I haven't seen it. Well, you know what? Go to the Disney Channel. You guys have plenty of time. If you down, I'll, I'll be right honest. Um, Disney Channel is worth it. I love it. I think Disney it's what, Channel. what is it? Is it nine ninety nine a month? And it's worth it. it it's always or if you have Verizon, it's free. Okay, for the for first year, year right? Yeah. Um, the Disney Channel. We can talk about Netflix, all that stuff again. But uh, Disney Channel is really good. It has a lot of great stuff on there. You're go, you're gonna start to get a lot of original Star Wars content that's gonna be coming out now. Uh, Mandalorian is absolutely amazing with Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I know. And then uh, the Clone Wars and the and they've been what they've been doing is because Corona has been around. They've been taking movies directly that they were supposed to put in theaters like Elephant and Dolphin, and they've been putting di directly onto the Disney. Oh yeah, um, they just did that with um what out out something out or something. Oh yes, an animated film that they just came out with is with trolls. I can't I remember that Outland is. or something. No, Outland or something. Okay, just stop. I don't know. Just stop already. <laughs> you just just stop. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was supposed to come to theater, and it went straight to Disney Plus right. because of coronavirus. Right, and there's been a few of them that have been doing that. <laughs> All right. This is going to be a no-edited podcast. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. Okay. What well, we got? Well, you can play a song. Oh, damn it. 
<laughs> okay, guys, let's go play this song. You gotta know what it is. I know you guys gotta know what this is. This is one of my favorite comedies of all of Hawaii. It's a good one. All right, let's go listen to that. And we'll be right back. <laughs> from 50 First Dates. You're damn right. That's a good one. Yeah, damn well was. Year 2004. <laughs> Gosh, these movies are getting so old. Wow, this one was 16 years old? 
Director Peter Seagull. Peter Seagull. Cast Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, Rob Schneider. Schneider. Where has Rob Schneider gone? We haven't seen many movies from him lately. Yeah, I don't know. Damn. Okay. All right, quick synopsis. Henry Roth is a man afraid of commitment up until he meets the beautiful Lucy. They hit it off, and Henry thinks he finally found the girl of his dreams until he discovers she has short-term memory loss and forgets him the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that like a man's worst nightmare? Pretty (laughs) much. Finally fall in love and your woman forgets you. (laughs) Yeah, because you have to do so much goddamn work. uh, Women women are already hot enough to deal with. Oh, shut up. So you have to really work on this one. You had to really work on... Oh, shut up. (laughs) Lucy was a tough one. Seriously. Uh, Lucy was amazing. No, she was amazing. But I mean, can you imagine just trying to have her fall in love with you every day? That kind of is like a woman's <laughs> dream too. Like, you know, a man, a man once he captures the woman, it's over, right? Usually men just are not romantic. They give up. Better after not that. be over. No, but you know what I mean? A lot no. of men do that. So not like cool. in, in not this. Not cool men. Not cool. But in this <laughs> one, this one literally, he has to make her fall in love every day. Yeah. Because she forgets. And I'm a huge neuropsychology person so like the whole um brain damage short-term memory loss thing like it just fascinates me right and so because of that i was like so into this movie yeah but i mean it's really a full-blown economy oh my god it's so funny and um there's so many scenes in this that if you drive around oahu you're gonna recognize them yeah and uh i love the whole entire scenes where they're in the uh the breakfast joint Oh, and you, you got the cook with the with the <laughs> peanut butter cups and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, just the, the just the normal soundtrack that Adam Sandler has. This is one of Adam Sandler's. Um, how, this is Adam Sandler's best movie, uh, next to another movie which is completely opposite, which which we're going to talk oh, about today. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which I would say more than likely a lot of people have not watched the the other Sandler uh, Sandler movie that we're going to talk about. But it's very artistic, whereas this one's very comedy. This is more typical. This is his typical role. This is his typical role. Yeah. Whereas the other movie we talk about today is completely. I like. I could. It's, it's a first for him, and he's. Yeah, he we'll needs, talk about it later. He needs more of that, but we'll get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah we'll yeah. save it. But um, overall, great movie. One of my favorite comedies. It's right there in the top one to two comedies of Hawaii. And we'll get to the other one that I really love. We'll get into the other one that we really love as well. Yeah, it's yeah. very good for sure. Okay, so let's go to the next song. Okay. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about the next great movie in Hawaii. Let's do it. All right.
next song or what movie was that from that was from blue crush i love this movie Once i've again, always loved this movie almost 20 years old god it blows my mind isn't that crazy year 2002 yep. director john stockwell cast kate bosworth she does a great job yep. michelle rodriguez she's, also she's really great. good yep, yep. and matthew davis yeah Synopsis. As a hardcore surfer girl, Anne-Marie prepares for a big competition, Pipe Masters. Mm -hmm. She finds herself falling for a football player. And that football player is a quarterback that looks very much like who? Tom Brady. Oh, does he? I was like, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I don't remember that. It's just amazing. That's funny. It's so hilarious. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was a professional football team. So it could have been the Patriots. could have been, uh, who knows? Yeah. But, um... This is a real gritty surf movie, the best surf movie done in Hawaii. Now, people may spring up Soul Surfer, and we don't actually have that in our top 20. It's on the B list. It's on the B list. It's. I don't particularly think it's one of the better movies of Hawaii. That's just my own opinion. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. So that's just my own opinion. I think the best surfer movie... Now, yeah, you can go back to the old... You can go to North Shore, the movie North Shore, which we, which we have in the B-list, too, and some other movies, uh, Endless Summer and things like that. But I think the best surf movie is Blue Crush. The chick's in it. You, you understand the characters. You know, uh, one of the women, are one of the girls are taking care of their younger yeah. sister because they don't have any parents. They're all living in a surf house. It's run down. They drive a shitbox. It kind of shows Hawaii. you the true local culture here. Of Hawaii. And I think a lot of people are blinded to that. So it's kind of yes. good to see. It actually is a little educational, too. I think it's a well-made movie because what you're seeing, other than, when they're, other than the great scenery and the great surf scenes, is you're really seeing the real local Hawaii and the real local people and how they're struggling and how they live their lives. And it's all pretty much filmed on the North Shore. Yeah. And the hotel that they use is the Colina Resort, I believe. So it's either the Colina oh, Resort or it's Turtle Bay. I don't remember which one it is, but it's one know. of the it's one of those two resorts, though I know for sure. Right. It's just been so long since I've seen it. Yeah, but me too. If you guys can picture out which resort it is, it's either Colina or Turtle Bay on the North Shore. Hmm. I would think it'd be Turtle Bay because it they're on sense. the whole movie is on Turtle Bay. But maybe maybe they didn't do that. I can't remember. It might have been Colina. I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. And it teaches you a lot about the whole surf culture, too. Totally. Exactly. You hit it on the spot. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, we're going to go ahead and listen to the next song, and we'll be right back. All right. A love so true It never would die You gave your lips Gave them so willingly How could I Your kiss meant goodbye Now I'm alone With only a memory My empty arms Will never know From here to eternity. Not too many people have seen that. That it's an old one. <laughs> year 1953. Damn. Director Fred Zinneman. Is that right? Zinn? Yeah, that's close enough. <laughs> Cast: <laughs> Burt Lancaster, Montgomery Clift, Clift, Deborah Kerr, Donna Reed, and Frank Sinatra. Now that is a full cast of great actors, right? And actresses, and the woman Donna Reed was it Donna Reed or Deborah Kerr? I can't remember which one, but she is the wife. And it's a wonderful life. Right. Yeah. Which I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty cool stuff. Pretty good. All right. Synopsis. In Hawaii in 1941, a private is cruelly punished for not boxing on his unit's team while his captain's wife and second in command are falling in love. So this, it follows two different love stories. Okay. 
One was a captain's wife who fell in love with his second in command. Um, but when you watch the movie, you'll see that her husband had been cheating on her for cheating years and he's not her, yeah. there for her. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I won't tell too much. Yeah, don't tell I don't too much about it. that part. Don't give it away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it is an older movie. So, but go ahead. Yeah, it's an older movie for sure, but um, but I liked it. Of course, the famous From Here to Eternity the beach The beach, Helena Cove. Yeah, Helena Cove. I, personally, it's like one of my favorite beaches. I love yeah, that. So yeah, yeah. right there, that makes a movie worth it for me too, just yeah, to see that. Right. It's pretty In cool. black and white. <laughs> you don't really experience the beauty of Hawaii in black and white, but I think, it's so hilarious, man. I think that I the watched whole it in was, color. Did you? No. No, you no? did not. No. Was it black and white? Yeah. I yeah, don't they, even they, remember. They, they, they didn't make that movie in color. They never redid it. No. Okay. No. I didn't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, so, I mean, the movie kind of follows what's going on in the military. Yes, it does. And um, then there's, you know, the two side stories going on as well. Yeah. So the way, yeah, the way the story ends, I'm just going to mention this because it's a yeah. little meaningful too, yeah, yeah. but she ends up leaving Hawaii alone, mm-hmm. the one who... Um, fell in love yeah and at the end of the movie on a boat with another woman who had fallen in love with a private he well uh, i don't want to give too much away no you can't give that away because that kind of describes what was going on the whole movie right okay yeah i'm not gonna give it away yeah but in the boat she throws the lay to see if she'll ever return to hawaii right and how's that end for her yeah well it doesn't end well because she, well you to. well actually you don't know because uh, you don't know if it actually goes back to shore or not but the whole idea behind it is that she throws the lay over and the other woman says you know if the lay returns to shore you'll return to hawaii and she says i'm not returning to hawaii yeah and that's sad it is sad it's depressing but you know, even back that's then, that's the way it ends. That's the way the movie ends. <laughs> it is a depressing ending, but, but I, it's yeah. a good movie. No, it it's is a, good a really movie. good movie. Definitely worth a watch. Yes, it's older, but it's yeah. well done. And so, there's relationships, there's sex, there's deaths. There's actually, you know, one of the military guys kind of loses it. This boxer guy he ends up, you know, I don't want to talk about it too I much. I liked but him. He was, <laughs> yeah, so he was a great actor, and he was yeah. good in it. And if you like those old style 50s and 60s movies, this will be right up your alley. Right. But you just got to, you know, it's not like a lot it's of the movies. It's a slow paced It's movie. a little bit of a slower paced, but with great acting. And uh, see it. It's like one of those movies that you have to see. It's a classic. From Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. We're going to listen to the next song. Let's do it. And we'll be right back. All right. Okay. Night and you and blue Hawaii. The night is heavenly, and you are heaven to me. Bring 
That was from Blue Hawaii. That's right. That is a great movie. This is a great Such movie. Such a classic. Yeah. Year 1961. Director Norman Tulrog. Tulrog, thank you. <laughs> Cast Elvis Presley, Joan Blackman. All right. Synopsis. After arriving back in Hawaii from the army, Chad Yeats defies his parents' wishes for him to work at the family business and instead goes to work as a tour guide at his girlfriend's <laughs> agency. I love, love, love it. I love the he's rebellion. A rich, he's a rich boy. Yeah, but I love the rebellion I'm going to be this. a tour guide. <laughs> so we start off the podcast. If you can actually hear the beginning of the podcast, you can hear Elvis talking about, I'm going to be a great tour guide. <laughs> so that was from Blue Hawaii. That's great. It's a classic movie. It's wonderfully it's done. It's classic, yeah. Yeah. The scenes, oh my gosh, and I just love like the scene of Tantalus way back when, yes, when it was still a untouched and beautiful. Yeah. Yep, and uh, they, they do a lot of scenes over at uh, Hanama Bay, yes. where it's like empty when they're shooting uh, um, one of their songs. Uh, just the coastline of the uh, uh, southeast side of the island all along uh, Coco Crater all the way past Helena Cove and uh, Sandy Beach. You see him in his old car driving along. This, and then a lot of uh, a lot of it was filmed at the Polynesian Cultural Center on the North Shore. Mm. So you just see a lot of spots where he was filming in Hawaii. A lot of great All Oahu. around Oahu. And, um, you know, it's an Elvis movie, so there's going to be a lot of great friggin' songs. Wonderful music throughout Wonderful the whole Wonderful music throughout movie. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite... Um, Elvis albums, Blue Hawaii album. Of There's course. so many amazing songs on there. Of course. Yeah, it's totally and it's, it's totally howly songs, but it's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's super fun, exactly. So if you guys have not watched Blue Hawaii, I would choose Oh, what would you do? Like here to eternity, Blue Hawaii. Blue Hawaii over from South here Pacific. to eternity for me. For all the old movies, I would say Blue Hawaii is my favorite of all the old movies. I, yeah. That's me. I, That's just is. my idea. Yeah, and if you need, if you need a reason to smile, if you need just to cheer up a little bit with all of this coronavirus going on, like yeah, yeah watch this Blue movie Hawaii. because it will make you smile for sure. And, and how could you not, you know? Yeah. Elvis is easy on the eyes, so. <laughs> exactly. You know, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, gonna listen to the next song. We'll be right, right back. Most people live on a lonely island. Lost in the middle of a foggy sea Most people long for another island One where they know they would 
досі. All right, we are back. Here's another old one. I know. So this was from South Pacific, and I actually love this one. Bali, <laughs> there you go. We'll find you. God, Sorry. Keep singing. <laughs> no, no, that's it. That's all I can do. <laughs> this was based on a novel authored by James A. Mishner, and the novel was called Tales of the South Pacific, and it was published in 1947. So then in 1949, this became a Broadway production before it became a movie. Wow. And it did really well, I think. Excellent. And then in 1958, it became a movie. Director Joshua Logan, cast Rosano Brazzi, Mitzi Gaynor, John Kerr. Right on. And then guess what? In they did it again. 2001, they redid it. I never saw I that one. I have not seen this one with Glenn Close in it. Wow, what do you know? Yeah, and Harry just, Connick Jr.? I really want to watch it. So oh, let's wow. add this to our list. The director was Richard Pierce. And yeah, those are some of the actors in it. Wow. So I wow. would like to watch that one of these days. Okay, that oh, that's my coronavirus list. quarantine to-do list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is um, a musical. Right. And Great musical, too. And just really quickly, I'm going to add, I love James Mishner, the author of these books, mm-hmm. because he touched issues. He focused on issues that were really 
taboo taboo for that mm. po- that time. Yeah. Um, and he did that with all of his novels, at least the ones that I've read okay. or the movies I've seen. Right. And I really, really, really do appreciate that about him. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is a musical. So the synopsis. Nurse Nellie Forbish of the U.S. Navy falls for a middle-aged French plantation owner. But things change upon discovering that he's fathered two mixed-race children. Mm. When Nellie leaves him, the heartbroken Emile agrees to take on a dangerous mission. In his absence, Nellie struggles to reconcile her prejudices with her love for him. And after spending time with his children and coming to care for them... Fears that Emil might not return alive. So again, that's mm. what I'm saying. I love about missionaries. He wasn't afraid to highlight these issues that were very. So what was the issue? Was it was it her family that didn't like the so, children, or her? Her? Oh no, she was just scared about. She was because about it was it very too. taboo, and it, she didn't okay. want her family to reject so, her. Okay, so it looked bad on her than she was thinking. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. not accepted back then. So right. it wasn't even him. Like, he was way older than her because he was middle-aged and she was young. That mm. was never an issue. Yeah. Her mom was okay with that because older men are more well-established yeah, right, and right, right. whatnot. So that was okay. It was because he had mixed two mixed-race children. He had initially been married to a Polynesian woman who passed away. Right. So Interesting. Great songs. Issue was highlighted. Yeah, so it's a very good movie. And yeah, wonderful music. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the whole movie, like, from here to eternity was a little slow for me. I loved it, but it was a little slow to watch. This movie just kept my interest. It flows. It, yeah, it's good. And it was color. Yeah, it was color. Right on. And Bali High, man. That's a great song. (laughs) But Bali High is like when you think of like a tropical place or you think of something, which is basic... Basically, Tahiti, you know, mm-hmm. Bali High, Tahiti area. Um, although a lot of it was filmed in Hawaii, I'm wondering if the concept, though, of the movie was that it was in Tahiti. I don't remember. Did yeah, they ever mention, did so they mention any ends. islands? Did they mention any islands or? I believe it ends locations? in Oahu, but most okay. of it's on a different island okay. in Polynesia. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, right on. Okay, we're gonna go to the next movie. We'll right. be right back. Alright.
right, we are back. And that, that was a little bit of a crazy song. <laughs> that, that's a little more uplifting than the rest of the songs we've been listening to. That was a little chaotic song. So, so hopefully everybody knows what that's from. I hope so. That was from Hunger Games, <laughs> Catching Fire. Right on. Year 2013. Director Francis Lawrence. Cast Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Yep. Josh Hutcherson. Liam Hensworth. Yep. Synopsis. After defying the capital on national television, Katniss has to attempt to control an uprising stirring in the districts. When President Snow puts her family and friends in jeopardy, Katniss knows she has no choice but to follow Snow's orders. Then, he turns Katniss and Peeta's world upside down by throwing them back into the arena with other winning tributes, and there will only be one winner. Katniss plans to sacrifice her own life to save Peta's. But watch to see what happens. (laughs) So these were all books. Obviously the books are, you know, superior to the movie, just like, you know. Amazing books. I did read them. Yeah. yeah. Um, But essentially what this is, is is it's overpopulation. Right. And they've taken, decided they have a lottery Mm -hmm. on what kids will enter the games to kill each other. It's yeah, really, so it's really up. violent. It's really crazy movie. So messed up, but it's so well done, and it the books well are done. so well written. Yes, you know I what's agree. funny about what? these for me? Um, you know, I've seen them all, yeah. and I've read them all. Yeah, but they all blur together, and I can't remember like what movies what. No, and you know, and that's true because there's literally four movies in the series, and there's it's just a blur. The like first I two, yeah, there's the first two, and then the uh, what is it? The uh, mocking. Mocking, mm-hmm. Mocking Jay, Jay. Mocking Jay the, mm-hmm. the, the third one is two parts. Right. Which I, right. I think they kind of milked it to get some more money out when <laughs> they could have they could have just done it in three movies. Probably. But because um, it was a little drawn out, the the, uh, the the last one in the two part series. But um, I, one, I think this was the best movie of them. I think Catching Fire was the best. So the only thing that I remember that screams Hawaii to me would be the jungle. Yes, so a lot of the jungle, which is essentially when they go into the arena, the arena is uh, completely filmed in Cavela Bay, which is next to Turtle Bay on the North Shore. They actually use the bay, CGI it to become the clock, and then they're actually fighting out in the bay, and then when they get to the, uh, the beach... They're in the rainforest of Cavela Bay, so they near the big banyan tree where the mm. mandrel baboons are, yeah. and the the kind of like the fog where that that smoke is coming in. They have to get away from it, or it'll kill them. So there's a lot of fight scenes and a lot of battle scenes that are completely filmed in Cavela Bay. That's so cool. So yeah, so there's I would say maybe I would say about a half hour of the movie is boom right there at Cavela Bay because obviously it takes place in other areas. Right. That's just in the arena. That's pretty good though. So, it's yeah, a it's good actually, chunk. Yeah, because a lot of these movies that we actually talk about, literally, there's only like 15 minutes filmed in Hawaii. And some of them have a lot more, which I love. Some of them has yeah. some of them is all the entire movie. Right. And then some of them is just like 15 minutes. You just don't you just don't know if you don't pay attention to it. But we'll let you know when we're talking about this which ones are only filmed a little. Bit, yeah which ones are filmed a lot so okay so yeah so watch that movie too great movie great movie um they've also done some other scenes around the island too like at judd trail and things like that a lot of these movies are filmed in Dread judd trail yeah they filmed it um uh what is that other fall that we went to is it like kk um like kk falls right off the highway or there capenna uh capenna yeah capenna capenna yeah. exactly capenna um but yeah okay let's go to the next song all right i'll be right back all right Oh, 
Sounds like she's having such a hard time. Um, I think it's coming from the floor above me. You're on the top floor. I'll, I'll try to keep it down. Are you okay? Yeah, you have a nice night. Okay. <laughs> All right, we are back. What we got? And that was Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. That's a great one. Year 2008. This is still an old one. Two, 12 years. Right? My God. Director Nicholas Stuller, cast Kristen Bell, Jason Segel, and Paul Rudd. Synopsis. Devastated Peter takes a Hawaiian vacation in order to deal with his recent breakup with his TV star girlfriend, Sarah. Little does he know, Sarah's traveling to the same resort as her ex, and she's bringing along her new boyfriend. Crazy storyline. Oh, man. But it's a really fun movie. How could movie. you even write something up like this? It's a really fun movie. It's completely funny. And this put, just puts it up there with, like, for comedies. It's either Forgetting Sarah Marshall or Fifty First Dates. I'm always battling which one is funnier or which one should be the top comedy of Hawaii. I just don't know. I think they're both top. I don't want to say one or the other. I love this one. I love Fifty First Dates, too, but it started to get, like, a little redundant for me. Okay, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so this one's this was really original. Truly. I mean, it was. I mean, what's? I mean, I understand what is the likability of these particular things happening in concession like that, but it was really funny just to show up at the same place, know. you know. And all oh, this, she is. What am I gonna do? And he can't get over it. And you know, like he was this little guy that did the music for her show. Yeah. And she was the big star, and she he can't get over it until he meets this girl that is the host at the turtle bay resort and then he kind of falls for her and it's just the 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 comedy here the you know sarah's new boyfriend the uh the rock rock star (laughs) he's that british guy right so um and it's just it just it's hilarious it's absolutely funny it's funny it's fun you're gonna pee yourself if you haven't (laughs) watched some people haven't seen this movie yet i'm just shocked to even know that but um completely hilarious great movie watch it and get the they have a believe it or not like these comedies these r-rated comedies a lot of them have uh non-rated versions so if you get the blu-ray and get the non-rated version you'll see some penis (laughs) wonderful (laughs) wonderful So what like this one, there's a lot of naked stuff and crazy stuff going on in this movie. That's true. That's that's the non-rated version, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what I love about this movie is it's almost fully filmed on Oahu. Yes. So a lot of Hawaii. You get to see a lot of Turtle Bay and North Shore. The majority of the movie is filmed on Turtle Bay. Mm-hmm. And I like how they go from scene to scene. And you think they're on a long hike when they actually go oh, to Laie Point And they're just jumping off. And it's, it's just hilarious how they set certain things up up and they reverse the angles to make it look like it's different parts of the island and all these other things so yeah see if you guys can catch yeah, all that when yeah, you watch it yeah pick out those areas and see if you can <laughs> figure out where it is okay that was a great one okay we'll be right back in a few minutes after listening to this next song all right, all right.
right. That was a perfect getaway. This is the big surprise of all the movies. <laughs> yeah. Year 2009. Director David Tolthy. What is it? Tolthy. Oh. I don't know. Tolthy. Tolthy? Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty famous. He's done actually a lot of movies. Cast. A lot of movies like this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Cast. Mila Jovovich. Yep. Steve Zahn, Timothy Oliphant, and Chris Hemsworth. I'm butchering these names. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, once again, he's Thor. Yeah, he's Thor. Synopsis Two pairs of lovers on a Hawaiian vacation discover that psychopaths are stalking and murdering tourists on the islands. So this takes place mostly on Kauai. Oahu and and Kauai. Right, but it yeah. most mostly, mostly on Kauai. On Kauai. It's yeah. the Kalalau Trail, right. which is most like of it. my dream to do. It is such, it's probably my number one bucket list yeah. item to do. Yeah. So I was so into watching this movie just for all the scenic yeah. views. They totally used Hawaii well in this movie, they just do. to show the beauty of Hawaii. They do. They actually, they focused in on certain sections of the Kalalau Trail, where we know is dangerous, like where people cross the river. Yes. Where a lot of people die uh, over at the um, the the uh, water caves they show they've just done a lot of great scenery they show the waterfall and the beach they show it all so it's yeah. really good um but going back to the plot yes. wow, we this don't want to talk we don't want to give away the plot. no but this movie has some twists and turns it, and unexpected it, it keeps your interest it does it is a good movie i liked it now there's a specific scene in the movie where they give you flashbacks because if you didn't have that you may not be able to get it. Yeah, it's true. So thank God they did do that. But in a way, when they give you that flashback... It's like over after that? <laughs> it's No, they well, they give you the flashback and it really explains yeah. everything. Sometimes I don't like movies that explain too much so you don't have to think about it at all after. Like, I wonder if you just take that scene out, if anybody would have gotten what happened. But then I feel like nobody, yeah, I don't think anybody would have gotten it. Right. Until uh, the very, very end when, yeah. like, stuff starts yeah. happening. Yeah, so this movie was a big surprise for me. I was um, very, like, shocked. I just didn't know what this movie was going to hold for me. And mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on until maybe 75% into the movie. Like, what is going on? Who is doing this? What's going on? I don't I don't know who to believe. Exactly. And, and then you, and then 20 and then 75% into the movie you're like, "Oh, and then and the payoff is great because everything ends up being the way you were hoping." Yeah. Well, like, well, in a, well, in a way, <laughs> in a way. But um, one of the kind of movies that was unexpected so if you guys haven't seen a perfect getaway it's a it's a thriller Thriller. keep your interest it's fun beautiful beautiful scenery scenery. and almost the whole movie is beautiful it's in Kauai because they're on a hike and after seeing it several times it's very factual it's good. not like made up. It's yeah, not like it's the good. certain parts of it. They even talk about how you need the permits to go to the Kalalau yeah. Trail. You can't go further than the waterfall to get there. And that was very specific. Great. And uh, great movie. So if you guys haven't seen it, A Perfect great Getaway would be a great movie to watch at night. Get some popcorn. Uh, great movie to watch. All right. Next song. And then we'll be right back. Okay. All right. Aloha, manini, make a 
This is another wonderful movie. I don't know. Is this my favorite of all time in Hawaii? I don't know. It might be for me. Yeah. Year 2011. Director Alexander Payne cast George Clooney, Shailene Woodley, Amara Miller, Nick Krause. Right on. All right. Synopsis. Matt King's family has lived in Hawaii for generations. His extended family, namely he and his many cousins, own 25,000 acres of undeveloped land on Kauai held in trust, which ends in seven years. The easiest thing for the family to do is sell the land before the seven years is up, which is all the talk in the state as to whom they sell the property could very well change the face of Kauai. 
Despite the vast wealth that comes with the land, Matt has decided to live solely on what he earns as a Honolulu lawyer. However, Matt has not had a perfect life living in Hawaiian paradise, as many believe. He and his wife Elizabeth were having problems in their marriage. She recently got into a boating accident, which has placed her in a coma. I don't even know where to go with this movie because it's so the depth is amazing. The depth and is amazing. And I don't know issues. if we can give it away. No, I don't that's know if we not. Can give, but yeah. it's, it was such a real issue. It's the whole so movie's real. real. Yeah. And it's a real issue that's actually going on today. Can you imagine owning 25,000 fucking acres God, on Kauai? No. A pristine beach line and jungle. And what do you do with it? And your whole family's over there. You're the lawyer. Your signature has to go on that. If you're going to sell it to to a to a you'll be so a heated. corporation and hotel <laughs> company, are you going to are you going to hold on to it and not get those billions of dollars? Right. What are you going to do? And then in the meantime, he has a whole side life going on with his wife. Being and a coma. so there is a whole story. Uh, literally, okay. So this movie. When a movie goes on and focuses on multiple things at once, you sometimes can get lost. It's true. Not in this movie. This has little side stories that go to the side story, come back to the main focus, then you're waiting. When's that side story come up again? Yeah. When's that side story go? Oh, and then it comes again. And then it goes back into the main story again with the land. And then it goes off into that same side story. And then you have to deal with his uh wife's father who's a complete asshole like he is like a he's he, he's a racist he's essentially that's what he is and he but he's got but but you can see that he the love for his his daughter absolutely too. well and so it, he has two yeah. daughters and i didn't mention the daughters in the synopsis but they're no, having a hard time no. and they're rebelling a little bit too the what his daughters are having a hard no, time. No, I'm talking about his wife's father. Oh, That's his daughter. Okay, yeah, okay. And like you can see the love that he has. Oh, yes, for, yes, yes. You know, when, because she's of in a course. coma. Yeah. Um, so you understand how much of a hard ass he is, but you also understand. And like George Clooney is kind of in the middle of that. Like he doesn't want to be too rough with, with, with his uh, father-in-law. But it's just... And that right, okay. So you're talking about uh, George Clooney's daughters. daughters. I didn't mention that in the storyline, but it, it is an important part so of the story too. They well, with good reason. Well, of course, and we we can't They've go into too much lot. detail why. Yeah. But they're struggling. Right, they're struggling, and they're going through a lot of problems too. So you have the story of the daughters. One's a little older. Right. Like literally, it's weird. I've seen in several movies now, uh, things like Breaking Bad and Descendants, and several other movies. When someone can't handle life anymore or they just can't deal with their issues, they jump into the pool. <laughs> they just sink Start into, a, out. Sink into a, 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 a pool of water. Did you remember when the daughter says, I can't deal with this anymore, yeah. and she just decided to just fall right into the pool yep. and stay into the water where she doesn't hear anything, she doesn't have to deal with anything? Yep. Escape. Yeah. It's escape. It's like literally like that panic attack where you can't deal with it anymore. I'm just going to jump in the water and drown myself. And it's weird how that works, but it's a scene that I've seen several times and I can... I've done it before, <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I can understand when you go into the water, especially in Hawaii here, right? It just <laughs> yeah. takes away all your problems, and you don't you 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 get rid of all the noise and everything. And it's just this was just overall such a powerful and emotional movie, and where we see George Clooney go with what to do with the land, 
and the filming is all up in the poly and it's filmed yes. on Kauai because his house is actually up near where you live another another movie that is a lot of hawaii a lot of hawaii which i loved and the whole entire soundtrack is all hawaiian music yeah so it's a beautiful great. beautiful soundtrack just like the song you guys just heard for this movie so and i yeah go ahead george clooney just does such an amazing job like he was truly incredible this is one of his best performances I, totally agree one of his best incredible you just feel the emotion yeah and uh, i would say you know although we're only like kind of halfway into this <laughs> these <laughs> movies if you can believe it or not this is like i would say this is ah this is uh, right now i'm gonna say this is my favorite i think i'm with you we might change as, my, we go, yeah, as we go I, but this is my really favorite good. hawaii movie yeah. yeah so if you guys haven't seen the descendants Please spend the time, find it, download it, whatever you have to do, and watch The Descendants. Do it. Right on. Okay. We're going to listen to the next song, and we'll be right back. All right. All right. Maybe braces on his legs, but he charmed to pin himself next to him and won a ping pong competition. That ain't retarded. He was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? You ain't full retard, man. Never go full retard. Ask Sean Penn, 2001, I am saying. Remember? Went full retard. Went home empty handed. We are back. All right. That was a good tune. That was from <laughs> Tropic Thunder. The most bizarre movie in, I think, this list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Year 2008. Director Ben Stiller. It's Imagine that. Any cast in it. Cast Ben Stiller. Jack Black. Robert Downey Jr. Synopsis. Through a series of freak occurrences, a group of actors shooting a big-budget war movie are forced to become the soldiers they are portraying. So this movie was just weird. It was fucking strange, but it was the comedy was great. I mean, literally, there was a bunch of really arrogant, actors. pompous actors <laughs> that could not get along with each other, and the only way they could figure out how to film this movie or finish it, because it was already way over budget, was they needed to actually be put into the actual jungle 
and have cameras put up everywhere and actually fight real Vietnamese groups. So this was supposed to be Vietnam, but it was actually a lot of the scenery was It was, was all filmed Hawaii. on Kauai. Yeah. Yeah, so everything was filmed on Kauai, essentially. Right. So yeah. beautiful views. And again, a lot of it is a Kauai. A lot of this all movie. Of yeah, yeah, all this movie pretty much yeah, is Kauai. So wonderful scenery. Again, they're pretending it's Vietnam. And yeah, it's just they're crazy. F- like so it's a movie filming a movie. It's like it's like they're filming a movie within a movie. But they don't realize that they don't the realize, well, war is really happening. The war is really happening around like them. Like in real life. They yeah. think it's acting and it's so, not. <laughs> right. So all the, gu- all the guns they actually have are blanks. It's blank bullets. Right. So there's no real bullets in their guns, but it sounds like real guns. So when they're fighting people who have real guns, the guys with the real guns think they actually have real guns, but right. they don't. They, these guys are crazy. These, you know, they're just running right at us. But the thing is, is the, the actors are thinking that they're in a movie, so they're trying to play act. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Now, yeah. Oh, God. No, and once again, uh, Jack Black is in another movie that we're going to be talking about later. Jack Black's a great actor, man. He is. I love Jack Black. Yeah, I mean, so he was in this this movie. He's got a a heroin and cocaine problem. (laughs) And, like, you know, (laughs) I like the way they go into each character and what they're known for. Like, he's known for the fart movies. (laughs) And Robert Downey Jr. just did a movie about having sex with another priest he's like in the priesthood oh no yeah and ben stiller is doing these series of like rambo movies and like he's he's like that that big actor that's going down the toilet and this is their big shot to do this movie right and robert downey jr has to play a black character oh that's right i mean it is and he changes so, his skin so he changes his skin he actually like dyes his skin dark so he can do a really good portrayal of a black person <laughs> he starts talking like a black person <laughs> yet one of the actors in the movie is black right and he's a rapper <laughs> and it's just like it's like out of control and then he's like is really you gonna talk like that is this is this is you think that's the way <laughs> black people talk in the farm and, and everything like that and it's just like a movie like this which was filmed in 2008 I don't know how many people talked about it or how many people said, wow, this is pretty racist or whatever it was. But I think it, like at some point you're like, you know what? This is fun. Like, yeah. this is okay. It wouldn't it's fly comedy. today, but well, it is it? fun. It was only 12 years ago. Why wouldn't it fly today? I just feel like it's gotten so PC over the past it's, 10 years or I so. Know. It, it really insane? has. Like, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. actually does a great job as a black character. And I'm sitting here watching this. I'm going like, this is hilarious. It's hilarious that they make fun of the fact that, that he is trying to represent a black character. And the black guy is making fun of him being a black character. Right. That's I'm the like, part that's funny. This is hilarious. And, 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 and is this not funny? And I like you're saying, I don't know if it would be so approved today. I like know. people would bitch about it. And I'm like, you know what? Comedy is comedy. And I think any comedy, I don't think any comedy, I still don't think any comedy is off limits. Like, if you make fun of me um, or where I come from or Italians or whatever, I don't care. It's comedy. It's funny to me. But some people just can't deal with it. get really offended. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a movie that probably could offend people. So don't watch it if you're easily offended. No, watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So overall, like, did you love this movie? I liked it. I did. Did I love it? I didn't love it, but I, I didn't I, love it. Okay. Well, but, well, it's it's just not your type of movie. I don't know. I just. I mean, I liked the idea of it because it was just so off kilter and yeah. weird. <laughs> and Tom Cruise was a hilarious character. He was like a. He was like an acting agent. And he oh, was, I forgot he was about that. Hilarious in this I movie. About that. You know, they were they were the the, the terror. Well, they weren't terrorists, but the Vietnamese um, group that were uh, making heroin. 
mm-hmm. they captured them and they're like ransom you know 20 million dollars and he was thinking that it was another company that was trying to get their work like get the actors work and he was gonna go fuck off go to this go to that i thought it was hilarious yeah it they, was they made him bald they gave him that big hands. Funny, they gave him yeah. big hands they were making him dance to to, <laughs> to rap music i just thought no it was it was, yeah. it was funny i just i don't know i think it just felt like the same thing for so long for me yeah oh, okay i hear what you're saying it, it wasn't like fresh and new like it it got to a point where it kind of just lulled out and it was just the same comedy yeah no i hear what you're saying no i totally hear what you're saying so people may really love this because it was such a weird take on things it was and you may you this may be one of your favorite movies in hawaii mm-hmm. i don't know if it for a comedy i would not say it's 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 no 51st dates and it's no uh forgetting sarah mosh i would say it's the third one of my, my maybe my third or fourth favorite comedy in hawaii yeah, but everybody yeah. has different tastes so. It, so it's action and comedy it so is like it both, is a lot of action yeah, yeah. That's so if true. you like both then maybe this may be for you yeah so not one of my favorite <laughs> but definitely top 20 definitely top 20 here yeah for sure all right okay we're gonna be going to the next song and i'll be right back okay Ever since our island people could remember, Bora Bora had been the home of the gods. Home of Kanaloa, king of the underworld. Of Pele, the little mother of volcanoes. Of Taora, god of the ocean waters, god of the winds and the storms. Of Mano, the shark, who guided his children through secret pathways of the sea when they were lost. And of great Kane, father of the universe and all that lived therein. And so it remained until in the days of Kanakor the king, there came upon the people of this island the most terrible anguish that can afflict the spirit of man, a time when the gods began to change. For in that day there arose a new god whose appetite for human sacrifice heaped the altars high with his dead, Oro. Oro, whose eyes were the eyes of death. So King Kanakoa called together his people and said, This new god, this Oro, is a god of vengeance and wrath. Let us run away from him. The state canoe of Bora Bora was the swiftest vessel in all the oceans of the world. They filled it with roots and seeds to plant in a new land which legend told them lay far to the north. From its holy place, they took the sacred stone, the image of gentle Kane, and guided by Mano the shark, set out through uncharted seas towards the unknown. Until at last they approached the shores of a land never seen before by the eyes of man, the glowing land that was Hawaii.
All right, we are back. We Woo! are back. This was a great overall movie. Mm, so this yeah. was Hawaii. Again, based on the um, novel by James A. Mishner. And this was written in 1959. And how significant is that? He wrote this novel on Hawaii in 1959, which is when it became a state as well, right? Isn't that interesting? It's really cool. Yeah. All right, and it became a movie in 1966. Director George Roy Hill cast Julie Andrews, Gene Hackman, Max von Sydow, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Richard Harris. Great cast. Amazing. Great cast. Synopsis. An American missionary and his wife travel to the exotic island kingdom of Hawaii, intent on converting the natives. But the clash between the two cultures is too great, and instead of understanding, there comes tragedy. And it's so real again. This is, um, you know, the, the, the missionaries coming from Boston. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to convert. Trying to convert the Hawaiians to Christianity. And you learn about all the disease, and you learn about the whole Hawaiian culture, and how they would marry their brothers and sisters and cousins mm-hmm. and. Uh, and things like that and you really kind of see how the missionaries came here and converted them and changed them and you just learn about the hawaiian culture so it's true if you want to learn about hawaii's history this is a movie for you and it's a long one it's like three hours yeah if you don't want to if you don't want to sit and read a history book just watch this movie yeah and you'll have a better understanding of what happened in Hawaii. because it's pretty accurate it's pretty accurate you do a good job this movie and we'll talk about another one that was pretty accurate later on um, and we did a podcast about it, so we'll yes. get we'll get we'll, we'll talk about that later on. But um, this movie is probably the best movie done on historic the historic yeah. Hawaii. His yeah. his basic point, Mishner's basic point here is that the I'm gonna say I took this right from mm-hmm. um, a review. The virginal sanctity of the Hawaiian Islands was forever shattered by the incursion of the white man, which mm-hmm. still remains intact today. And it's the perfect way to put it, which is why I wanted to repeat that. Yeah. Because it's so true, and it's read the book. Read. Oh, do you have the book? Yeah. Read the book. So yeah, again, I love Hawaii Mishner. 1959. I love Mishner because he is not afraid to tackle. He wasn't afraid to tackle these very real issues yeah. even back then yeah. when nobody talked about it. This is the stuff you guys didn't learn in history class. No I way. I did no not way. learn it. This is a perfect opportunity, guys, uh, with this time off that you have um, at home to go ahead and see if you can find a copy of the 1959 book, Hawaii. You can order it still. Okay, order it. And this will give you, you can learn everything you need to learn about Hawaii pretty quickly by reading this book. Well, just the history of when the, when the clash happened, which was about, 19, about 1820 is when the missionaries came to Hawaii. So that's about the time of this book. That's the time period of this book. Right. So it's going to be very educational because like Amanda was saying, you're not going to learn anything like this. And you probably, and you never did learn anything about this. In the history books when you were in school. But if you want to truly appreciate the Hawaiian culture, learn it. Because exactly. it's such a huge piece. And just a quick tidbit. I want to mention like why I'm so into Mishner um, initially. Because mm-hmm. he did this and South Pacific as well with Mishner. Yeah. Um, he grew up 
in my hometown, Doylestown, PA. Missioner was raised there. Right on. And then he ended up in Hawaii. And I love that whole Doylestown, Hawaii connection. That's mm-hmm. initially how I started reading his books way before I ever came to Hawaii. Wow, that's And cool. I just think that's really cool. That is a cool story. Yeah. Right on. Right so, on. So, get the book, watch the movie. Absolutely. Sounds good? Good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a fun one now. Okay, now we're going to go to a fun song. You guys are all going to know what this is, obviously, and we'll come mm-hmm. back and talk about it. All right, we'll be right back. I have been staring at the edge of the water long as I can remember, never really knowing why. I wish I could be the perfect daughter, but I come back to the water, no matter how hard I try. Every turn I take, every trail I track, every path I make, every road leads back to the place I know where I cannot go, where I long to be. See the light where the sky meets the sea, it calls me. And no one knows how far it goes. If the wind in my sail on the sea stays We are back, and that was Moana. Yeah. I love 2016. Directors, Ron Clements, John Musker, and Don Hall. Cast, Ali'i Kravahalo. Ali'i, wow, cool. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson and Rachel House. Synopsis. Moana is a sea-voyaging enthusiast and the only daughter of a chief in a long line of navigators. When her island's fishermen can't catch any fish and all the crops fail, she learns that the demigod Maui caused the blight by stealing the heart of the goddess Te Fiti. 
The only way to heal the island is to persuade Maui to return Tefiti's heart, so Moana sets off on an epic journey across the Pacific. The film is based on stories from Polynesian mythology. I love, love, love Hawaiian mythology. Movie. So, yeah, I was so into this. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what to style with this because when I when I, I saw the, the the animation is just uh, out of this world. It's wonderful. Um, brought to you to my eyes. Just seeing it, experiencing it, listening to the songs, everything about it. It was just that movie that I was waiting for mm -hmm. that Disney put together finally. It was huge. Um, it was huge for Hawaii. Lilo and Stitch is still because I love aliens in Hawaii. I know. But overall, I think most people are going to love this as their number one. So I would pick this over Lilo yeah, and Stitch. Yeah. I love Moana. I yeah. love the music in Moana. I love the, I mean, obviously it's a cartoon, but I love the scenery yeah. in Moana. I just, and I love that it's based on the Polynesian mythology because again, I'm like so into this. What did stories. you, what do you notice about Disney? And a lot of their animated films, may it be Lilo and Stitch, maybe it be Moana, Beauty and the Beast, Mer, um, The Little Mermaid. What is their, what is their, the theme to all these movies? You, you're not even going to realize it when I tell you, but do you have any idea what the common theme is in all these movies of Disney? Mm -hmm. The amazingly strong women characters. Oh yeah, I was going to say princesses. The powerful but <laughs> leaders. No, the, Disney has a thing of You're putting right. very powerful, strong female figures in their movies. You're right. Mala, and usually they're yeah. the number one. They're usually they're the top characters. That's so true. So here, here we are. Here's a front and... Yeah, see, uh, I yeah, don't think women I realize... realize that. Like, when, when women watch these movies, I don't think they realize, like... Do you know how Disney puts females hmm. on front of everyone? Wow, you're right. See? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for pointing that out. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but Moana is one of those characters. She, she needs is. to save her island. She needs to save her people. Yep. And she has to go up against Maui, who's a who's a prick. Huge you know, he likes demigod. to steal things. Yeah. You know, and yeah, The Rock does a great job. <laughs> I don't know how he sings like that. I, I mean, know. he's an actor, and then he sings like this, and he can rap too. I mean, that's freaking amazing. <laughs> So Maui is a great character, and the, um, you know, the, the the main character. What is her name? The uh, she's a she's like a lava woman, and then she turns, yeah. That's, what's her name? Um, hold on, Tefiti. Yeah, Tefiti is kind of like I guess Hawaii's version of Pele. Pele, yeah. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's a great character. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, believe it or not, is when he goes up against the crab. Oh. <laughs> the favorite song in the movie, in, in my book, is the crab song. That's great. I mean, that is yeah, like my great. like it is so like I've 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 I, I, I can't get that damn song out of my head to this day. Oh, now I want to go watch Moana. Yeah, it's a, it's it's an <laughs> it's it's an amazing song. We'd love to play it in this podcast, but I mean, this podcast is going to be so long already. Yeah, it is. So I wanted to play the main song for her. Right. But you guys, if you guys haven't listened to the soundtrack, you haven't even watched the movie yet, go listen to it. And you're going to exactly understand that crab song. You're not going to yeah. be able to get it out of your mind. <laughs> but um, amazing movie about. About Polynesian culture, just yeah, in general. Yeah, it's not just Hawaii, it's you Polynesia. Yeah, I mean, you can't really predict what island or where this is. It could be Tahiti, right. it could be Samoa, it could be Fiji, it could be Hawaii. You just don't know. But overall, great character building. 
great animation movie. Agreed. I don't have I don't have anything bad to say it. Agreed. Perfect, perfect movie. Okay. All right. You are, you're all gonna know this song. Oh, it's yeah. it's an old one, so. but it, it's it's amazing. <laughs> so we'll be right back. All right. Okay. Correct. We are back. That was Jurassic Park. <laughs> so this was a novel too. <laughs> I know. Michael Crete in 1990 yep. was the novel. The yep. movie was 1993. Mm-hmm. Director Steven Spielberg. Yep. Cast Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Richard Attenborough. Great cast too. Yeah. Synopsis. Huge advancements in scientific technology have enabled a pragmatic paleontologist to create an island full of living dinosaurs. John Hammond has invited four individuals, along with his two grandchildren, to join him at Jurassic Park. What could go wrong? Well, (laughs) I had to add that. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, that was was wonderful. Well, a park employee attempts to steal dinosaur embryos. Critical security systems are shut down, and it now becomes a race for survival with dinosaurs roaming freely over the island. Such Jurassic a classic. Park. Such a Jurassic classic. Park. I don't know what to say more than that. All i got to say is still to this day, the first one is the best one. Yeah. It just is, man. Yeah, I don't know what to agreed. say. The f- it's a classic for sure. When, yeah. I think I actually read the book in middle school because mm. it was assigned to me, which I don't know if that was appropriate. 
But anyway, because <laughs> a book is really violent compared to the movie. Yeah. The movie is like a family movie, but the right. book is not. Okay. <laughs> Which I don't know if my teacher knew. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's just such a classic movie. I love dinosaurs. I've loved dinosaurs since I was playing in the sandbox. <laughs> so I mean, you know, but usually it was Godzilla against a T-Rex or King Kong or something in my sandbox, but... And then I would actually have them fight the, uh, the little army men. <laughs> and then sometimes I would make them fight the cowboys and Indians that I had, too. So that's was, awesome. Yeah, that's what I did. Where I was my little pony in that? I don't know. I didn't have a little <laughs> money, but I didn't have a little pony. But dinosaurs were my life when I was a kid. And, Barbie? And, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. Shit, no. No. G.I. Joe. You didn't have any sisters. Oh, well... I used to go over to my girlfriend's house when I was young, and I used to bring my G.O. Joe figures, and I used to play them with the Barbie dolls. That's what my brother and I did. That's when I learned all about interesting... Body parts? Yes. (laughs) 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 Well, back in those days, when you take all their clothes off, they both got nothing down there. I know, it's true. So that was like, what is going on here? (laughs) But anyways, I don't know where we're going. I don't know where we're going here. But um, yeah, so Dinosaurs was my thing. When I found out this movie was coming out, I was so stoked and excited. I read the book too, and I I couldn't wait to see this thing like Dinosaurs on in a movie. Yeah. And just the concept was good. Uh, I loved everything about the movie. The Velociraptors, the T-Rex. The T-Rex scene was just like... Like I was on cocaine, man. I was just like the most amazing. When you first see that T-Rex, it grabs the gr- the goat, oh and then it God. just kicks ass in the rain. Uh, the, one of the most things that I love the most is animatronics. Animatronics is really how you want to do dinosaurs because they look much more real than when you do CGI. In uh, the later movies, I think they've just gotten lazy, and they said, you know, we're just going to do CGI now. I think Steven Spielberg deciding to go with animatronics and doing, you know, robotic dinosaurs was just... The much better way to go and it just looks so much realer how many movies are there oh god there's one two three four five five or six i think oh they're going really? on their six now i think they're going on their six now because all the jurassic parks were filmed in Kauai and oahu and uh the jurassic worlds are being filmed on oahu mostly so the okay. ne- i don't know when the next one's coming out but jurassic world is that separate than jurassic yeah park? so you have the first three at jurassic park i think and then the fourth and the fifth his Jurassic World. I didn't see any of those later movies, so what, I makes, did. It, they what were, makes it change to Jurassic World? I don't know, because it, the subject was getting stale. Oh, okay. But the thing is, is they keep doing the same thing. That's the problem. Like the, the first movie was original. The second one was really good, too. But then the third, and then the Jurassic World. I'm like, you know what they should do? They keep making... They keep, what could go wrong? You just said it, right? Like, like, oh, you know, what could go wrong when you go to a dinosaur world? Then why do you keep fucking making these movies? I mean, why do you keep doing Jurassic World again? Why do you keep pe- bringing people to an island right. with these dinosaurs? What could go wrong again? I know. For the fifth time? How like many you lawsu- your lesson. How many lawsuits did these people have by the third movie? <laughs> and they still open another Jurassic Park? Okay. What they should do is they should go back in time. Now, I'm going to give this concept out because no one thought of it, and it's only me. Okay. Why do they keep making dinosaurs today? Why don't you make a time machine, go back in time to the actual prehistoric Jurassic age and oh. get dinosaurs and bring the real ones back? Maybe that will be Jurassic Park number 10. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to listen to this podcast and steal your idea. Jurassic World time travelers. <laughs> I don't I like know, it. but let's do I it. I like that idea. Let's do it. Let's yeah. go back to those days and maybe you can somewhere in there meet up with, with Neanderthals. 
<laughs> Why not, man? I think that would be cool. Okay, we've gone way off subject. <laughs> this podcast is getting way too long. Let's go to the next song. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> With your surprise for me huge i loved it this me too. was big eyes yes i never even heard it you had heard of this because I, I, I studied her i studied her artwork in, in uh, school 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. I had never heard of this. I did not know it was a Hawaii movie until you told me. Yeah. Um, so year 2014, director Tim Burton. One of my favorite actors. Oh, yeah, one love of my Tim favorite Burton. directors. Yeah. yeah. Cast Amy Adams, Christoph Waltz, Danny Hudson, Kristen Ritter. Mm-hmm. Synopsis. A drama about the awakening of painter Margaret Keene, her phenomenal success in the 1950s, and the subsequent legal difficulty she had with her husband, who claimed credit for her works in the 1960s. Crazy shit. You know, you guys, if you guys have never heard, now I'm sure you guys in passing have heard about, um, you know, Big Eyes, but it's literally about a famous painter who did all her own work ran into this con artist fell in love with him fell in love with him married him and took all the credit for everything she ever did so basically i don't want to say this because when you're going to watch the oh, movie oh yeah let's not tell anymore but that's a good synopsis that's a good synopsis i mean you are going to be like cringing during this entire movie and completely in understanding what this woman is going through especially when it was in the full and when, when uh Someone who was growing up in the 50s and was a single mom and wasn't accepted by anybody. Because back in those days, you had to be married. Right, of course. You had to do this. You had to do that. And and she was essentially pressured into situations that she actually didn't want to do. She had and a th- daughter. She had a daughter. She couldn't. And, and uh, actually, most of her art was of her daughter. Mm-hmm. And what she did is she saw the soul in the eyes and she drew really really big, big eyes, eyes and, in all her, of her artwork. and all of her artwork and so if you kind of have an idea now where we're going i'm sure you, all of you have seen her amazing work it's beautiful but it is absolutely sad like there's just so much emotion yes. in her artwork and once you watch the movie you'll understand why yes and a lot of it was filmed in hawaii too because she she yes. she got married in hawaii and then she also went back and moved to but hawaii don't give it away yeah well i want to i want to say that I know. if you guys can find her hawaiian art she oh, did right, a lot of right. hawaiian art while she was here so it was like a lot of hawaiians with big eyes and and and, and just amazing beautiful uh tropical flower work with these children in them and so if you could ever find one of her pieces which you're probably not gonna be able to probably afford them not. but i mean the crazy thing the most amazing thing about this and honestly it was her husband that started it she was the first person or because of her shitty husband to make prints of original art she was the first to be put on postcards to be put on posters to be put on everything that you can imagine and they saw that the artist yeah it took off but the artist field saw it as depreciation um, cheap art, oh, you know right, what I mean? Right. Because it was sold for so because cheap. it was all sold for so cheap. But all it was was copies. Mm-hmm. And look at today, it's everybody huge. does prints <laughs> of their original works. So it was all based on what this kind of con artist had done with her works. So he wanted to make as much money as he could off of her. Yeah, and that was clearly his goal. Great movie. Watch it, guys. This is a good one. It was a huge surprise. Huge surprise. Okay, we're gonna go to the next song, and we'll be right back.
Here we go. This is never going to end. Classic. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It's not. Classic war movie with a love story. That was Pearl Harbor. Yep. Year 2001. Director Michael Bay. Cast Ben Affleck, Kate Beckinsale, Josh Hartnett, William Lee Scott. I don't think we need to go into the detail about this movie. No. No, everybody knows what's going on. Quick synopsis. Okay. I'll be fast. Okay. A tale of war and romance mixed in with history. The story follows two lifelong friends and a beautiful nurse who are caught up in the horror of an infamous Sunday morning in 1941. I can seal this up real quick for everybody. Go ahead. Okay, ready? Pearl Harbor, great scenes, great action scenes and everything. I would say it's overall it's a good movie. It's not one of the best movies, but it's a good movie. But this is kind of like where it just, real quick, I'll tell you what it is. Love Triangle? Yes, but the thing is, if you guys have watched Titanic... <laughs> no, listen. So Titanic and Pearl Harbor are both real events. But within these movies are events that never happened. Do you hear what I'm saying? Historical so, fiction. Right. So <clears throat> if you love Titanic, you'll probably like Pearl Harbor, but this movie is no Titanic. No. I mean, Do you hear a, what I'm saying, though? Yes, it's yes, like yes. a love it's triangle. It's not as well done. It's yeah. a war movie. But it was a love triangle like Titanic, so it's a whole side story going on within a right. real event. Right. Yeah. So it had two guys that fell in love with the same person. She thought one of them had already died, but he came back out of nowhere. When she was with the other yeah. one. Yeah. And they're best friends, by the way, too. And... And it's just a big love triangle. Yeah, she thing. had a kid with the yeah, one, yeah. and then the other one yeah. passes. And yeah, so it's, it's a good just, movie. It's good. If you're into sappy love stories within <laughs> a real event, you'll like this movie. It's How's a, that? It's a good movie. <laughs> it's not. It's not a wonderful movie, but it's a good movie. It's a good movie, and I'm really excited to talk about the next one. But we'll go to the song first. Let's because it's so effed up. <laughs> okay. okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> You've got to hope that there's someone for you As strange as you are Who can cope with the things that you do Without trying too hard
and fro Someone can say Punch Drunk Love. This is the surprise. This is the art piece of our 20 movies. Yeah, so I had never heard of this one until you mentioned it either. Year 2002. Director Paul Thomas Anderson casts Adam Sandler, Emily Watson, Philip Seymour Hoffman. This is not your typical Adam Sandler movie. No, this is this is his best acting, believe it or not. It was so in the it was just so weird to watch in the beginning because you expect him to be funny and he's so serious. But he does a good job with it. Excellent job. All right, so synopsis. So a troubled novelty supplier is nudged toward a romance with an English woman, all the while being extorted by a phone sex line run by a crooked mattress salesman. I don't even know how to read this. And purchasing <laughs> stunning amounts of pudding. <laughs> but it's so accurate. Is that it? It's is that your descri- is that your fucking description of this movie? It's a great description. All right, let me just talk about it. Let me let me give you a better description. No, I know. We're going to talk about details. Go ahead. Okay, so details is Adam Sandler has severe issues. He is he's a little bit mentally deranged. He's psychologically he's troubled. Uh, psychologically troubled. He has a anger management problem. Now, if you guys have watched uh, Adam Sandler in uh, Anger Management, mm. I think that was another movie that he did was which really good. And he, oh, man, he did that with uh, Jack Nicholson. Excellent movie. Um, I would say between that movie and this movie, he, he does a really good job. But in this movie, he's taken seriously. There's no comedy in this movie, but because of what happens throughout the movie, you laugh. But he doesn't try to make you laugh. Right. He has severe anxiety, it's too. Severe anxiety. Like, And what's amazing about this movie is this, this is an artistic movie. There's probably, I say, uh, of the whole movie, only about 10 to 15 minutes is in Hawaii. Okay, That's it true. mostly takes place on the mainland, but he 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 does go to Hawaii for a very big reason, and, mm-hmm. and it's a very big part of the movie. It's to show that although he has all these problems and issues, he can change on a dime. His thinking can change on the dime, and he can just go and do whatever he wants. He's collecting pudding because this is the part about him that he's oh what's a little O C D ish right? Okay, so O C D ish. He's, this this guy has a lot of problems, yeah. right? So he's collecting pudding because he sees that they made a mistake with giving how many miles away on plane flights. So, yeah, just to back up, because I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, so it was a thing back in the day. <laughs> you could get frequent flyer frequent miles, flyer miles. Yeah, now by it's buying cards. groceries. Yes, yeah. yeah, so now it's, so on the pudding, you could. So he was getting it, and then when he wanted to get a ticket to go to Hawaii, 
he, he called them or whatever, and they said, oh, sir, for this to go through, it's going to take six to eight weeks. Well, that ain't going to be good for me right now. I need this ticket right now. He was going so, like so tomorrow. He, 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 was like, <laughs> he was like going tomorrow. He's losing his mind. He'll lose his mind where he'll break things. He'll put his head through windows. <laughs> he'll he'll destroy, he, restrooms. destroy restrooms. He'll actually try to kill somebody instantly, like if someone does something wrong. So he's completely has an anger management problem. Hello. Hi. Can I talk to you, sir? Why? I just need you for a second, please. Okay. Sir, the bathroom was just torn apart. Yeah. Did you do it? No. You didn't just smash up the bathroom? No. Well, who did? I don't know. Sir, your hand is bleeding. I cut myself. Oh. What? Sir, your hand is bleeding. I know. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Yeah, but I didn't do anything. Sir, I've got no way to prove that you smashed up the bathroom. I didn't do that. I didn't. Look, I'm going to have to ask you to go. Okay. I didn't I'm do gonna that. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. All right, please don't do this to me. Sir, I'm going to call the police. All right. Can I just stay? Sir, I'm going to crack your fucking head open. Get out of here. He has a mental problem, and you can actually see, this is the artistic part, you can actually see through the colors they use mm. and through the songs and music they use how erratic his mind is. It's so true. So, it's really well done. So it's really well done. So while you're watching the movie, for some reason, you're listening to music while he's talking to his, and, and by his way, he's got seven sisters, yeah. and he's the only <laughs> boy, and they, and his sisters think he's gay, because he doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how to talk to girls, and mm. when he, when he's talking to them, and when he's talking to anybody, you hear this clinking and clanging of music, like, ding, boom, ding, da, boom, ding, boom, it's his mind, it's that's his what emotions, you, it's, it's his mind. emotion, his yeah. mind, that you, and only an artistic person, or maybe an artistic writer or director could comprehend what's going on in this but see it and you'll see what we're talking about mm -hmm. i think this is the best artistic film of all the 20 absolutely yeah. and like you said it's not it's not a normal movie at all not and not a lot of it is filmed in hawaii but it's still worth a watch because it's actually a really good movie it's so different yeah. so unique yeah and um essentially really what he goes the whole thing with hawaii is on an instant he's been wanting to go to mm -hmm. hawaii he's been saving these miles He's very anal about how he does everything. What is up with that piano? What, I what, never what figured is it out. He eventually brings... Oh, I don't want to talk about it, but... And then this girl, he literally, like, this girl, finally, finally, there's someone who likes him. Right. And he, he, he just gets up and goes to Hawaii for her. It's just, boom, there. There you go. And the funniest part, he goes, literally, for two days. <laughs> yeah, for two days. He's, yeah, for two days. And I don't still know where he got the money to do that because he wasn't getting it from the porting yet. Like, why would he spend all that money to fly there and stay for two days? For two days, for a weekend. <laughs> because this is what he does. See? I know, it's so it's erratic. His mind. It's so erratic. I, I, I could totally have a friend like that. <laughs> this guy was just nuts, but he could totally be my friend. But I would totally hang out with a guy like so this. But he was so loving and caring, and loving. that was the other side. Like, he's right. a good guy. He's a good guy. He just struggles. That got fucked, and the whole side story is that, yeah, he was so lonely, he called a sex phone line. I know. And what happens with that whole thing on the side is, is fun and crazy. It's yeah. fun and crazy, but anyways, so great movie. Just watch it. Totally great movie. Okay. Gonna go next song? <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back.
Triple Frontier. Yes. This is a new one. A really good original film that was supposed to go to the movie theaters, but it went right to Netflix. Netflix. I didn't know it was supposed to go to the theaters. Yes, yes. What happened there? Well, it was just one of those Netflix bought it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Netflix bought it out. Yeah. It was actually being, the, the plan was actually to make uh, Triple Frontier for a long time. And then it kind of got caught up in some things. They couldn't get the distributors or whatever. And Netflix said, oh, well, if it's just going to sit around, it's done. I'm taking it. Mm, and gotcha. Netflix took it, yeah. Good. It was a good movie. Here, it was excellent. 2019, director J.C. Chandor, cast Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, Charlie Hoonan, mm-hmm. Hoonan mm-hmm. Garrett Hedlund. These are all great actors. Yeah, it's yeah, it's good. Great actors. Synopsis. Five ex-Special Forces soldiers turn a police operation plan into their own and rob a cocaine cartel boss of all of his cash at his house in the Amazon jungle at the triple borders, Peru, Brazil, and Colombia. Mm-hmm. In order to take down a drug lord, problems arise after the plan's initiated. Yes. So my favorite... Filmed in Hawaii. It was all filmed in Cool Old Ranch. Um, no, because part of it really? was filmed on Old Polly Road, my neck of the woods, and that's why I love this movie. Oh, wait, wait, do you know, so was it filmed cool. on Judd Trail or anything? Do you know where it was filmed on Polly Road? The Old Polly. Yeah, but I mean, do you know where? Did it say anywhere? Like, was it filmed in um, Judd Trail or? I would have it to look it be. up. I it don't know. If it was filmed, I didn't know it was any of it was filmed on the Polly. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's actually why I watched it because oh, um, cool. it was not that long after I moved there that oh, it was okay. filmed. I was like, wow, this is my neck of the woods. I have to watch it. The one thing the cool old ranch doesn't have is a waterfall. See? Oh, there you go. If they had a really nice waterfall, cool old ranch, you literally could film an entire movie. Yeah. You wouldn't have to go anywhere else. But w- I do notice that in a lot of these movies, a lot of it is filmed in Cool Little Ranch, and then they need to go somewhere where there's a waterfall. Because yeah, they need true. they need waterfall. Yeah. So they go to easy locations like Capana Falls, mm-hmm. uh, Judd Trail, things like that, where they can get that water flowing or get some kind of a waterfall scene. Yeah. So um, this movie was great. I, I enjoyed every part of it. There's one really horribly depressing moment. I still can't accept that moment. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it was just like, it, it, it was just, I think, I don't even know what to say about this, but it was a moment that had, he did, a particular character did something, and I knew when he did the wrong thing, eventually it was going to catch up with him. Yeah. He just made a mistake, uh, unfortunately. But overall, you're talking about special forces. The entire movie, other than that moment, which was inevitable, but it was hard for me to accept. The the one thing that I cannot accept in the whole movie, the whole premise, was that you're talking about special forces. If you have a group of special forces, they know when enough is enough. And yet they kept taking more money when they knew they should have got out. And I cannot accept that. Special forces would not do that. Okay. So, overall, great movie, but you guys are going to know what I'm talking about. You had a problem with it. <laughs> I had a huge problem with the fact that if you're a special forces, you're talking the best of the best. They have a time limit. They went over their time limit and kept taking more and more and more. And you it know screwed better. up yeah. the whole thing. And look what happens at the end because know, of it. I know, I know. But it's going to set up a part two because they dumped it. That's so true. So, it's going to set up a part two. But, um, but it's a really good movie. It's a really good movie, guys. And it's on Netflix. Netflix it's free. Yep. So, watch it. Right? Yep, okay, for sure. I'm gonna go to the next one. <laughs> Let's do okay. it. Let's get through this. <laughs> Let's get we through can this. do it. Okay, we'll be right back.
Okay, we are back. This is a great movie. Fun movie. Okay, this is The Rundown. Yep. Year 2003. Director Peter Berg. Cast Dwayne Johnson, Sean William Scott, Christopher Walken, and Rosario Dawson. Right on. Synopsis. A tough aspiring chef is hired <laughs> to bring home a mobster's son from the Amazon, but becomes involved in the fight against an oppressive town operator and the search for a legendary treasure. This yeah. was a cool movie. This is fun because is Christopher funny. Watkins was the bad guy, and it's hilarious. I just, know. It's hilarious just listening to that guy. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so where do you even start? So, so this was filmed Oahu. Oahu. was supposed Actually, a, it was originally filmed in Brazil. And the whole crew was was uh, robbed. And it was supposed to solely take place in Brazil, right? Yeah, the Amazon, Amazon jungle. Yeah. yeah, the Amazon rainforest. And they actually went down and they had to start filming. The whole entire crew was robbed. They said that we're getting the hell out of here. There's no one here to protect us. Wow. So they decided, hey, we're going. We're, we're what looks like Brazil. Oh, we're gonna go back to the. We're gonna go back to uh, Hawaii. I didn't know that. The United States. Yeah. So they went to Hawaii and they filmed the movie in Hawaii. Wow. Uh, this movie, it's hilarious because <laughs> he's he's like a he is he's an aspiring chef, but he's also but he's a, doing this. Job. He's also like a bodyguard. Like a uh, he goes and and snatches people if you know he gets paid to go do jobs to get stuff but he's you know he's people. the rock so he's yeah. big he's strong he's a you know he's a tough guy and the whole movie is hilarious i love the whole movie it is a big surprise if you guys haven't heard of the rundown it's one of the rock's best movies what hilarious most funny movies i really liked it so yeah it's really it funny yeah give it a watch it's pretty hilarious um and that's going to bring us into the next movie so we'll go to that song and yeah, it's right. the rock too yeah yeah all right we'll be right back
All right, we are, we back. are back, and that was Jumanji. Jumanji! Year 2017. Right on. Director Jake Caston. Mm-hmm. Cast Dwayne Johnson, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillian, and Nick Jonas. Yeah. Great cast for this movie. Seriously. Great cast. And great movie. Yep. All right. Synopsis. Four modern day high school students are transported into the 1990s video game world of Jumanji, becoming avatars with special powers they must use to complete the game's challenges so they can return home. Yeah. Honestly, this movie was awesome. The whole entire movie is Hawaii. I would say 95% of the movie is Hawaii. Well, right. The the yeah. whole plot is Hawaii. The whole plot is Hawaii. Um, and so obviously there had been a previous Jumanji. Which is nothing compared to this one. This one blew it away. Yeah. Blew it away. 100%. It away. Yeah. I loved this movie. And, and there's so, a second one now too. I'm so surprised by how much I love this movie. Right. So yeah. Wasn't The Rock hilarious in this one? So Everybody good. did. It's such a great. Uh, once again, um, Jack Black. Great job again. Mm, now, I so think good. of the whole movie, I think he was the best character. And he had the hardest character to play because he had to play a woman. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, so he was a woman. <gasps> so the character originally outside of Jumanji was a woman. And then when she came into Jumanji, she was her avatar. Jack Black. Her avatar was Jack Black. <laughs> he was like a professor. And just, I mean, he made the movie, honestly. He, yeah. w- he was He was the hardest character to play. So he did the most work, I think, of this movie. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hart was absolutely hilarious, oh too. Yeah. You had two great comedians in this movie. And um, Karen Gillian, I didn't really know her before. She's a beautiful yeah, woman. She is. She was funny, good actress as well. So this was a great cast. Um, just everything in the movie played out like a video game today and it was just hilarious like you have a certain amount of lives in jumanji and you fall out of the sky and you like get power you know each person has special abilities and i like how they played all that out yeah it was just a great comedy it was it's a great fun movie so if you guys a lot of action yeah a lot of action so if you've been on the fence about you know and eh, i don't want to want to see that movie or i haven't seen that yet you'll be surprised it. just do it yeah so this is like one of those surprise movies in here like uh, a perfect getaway was a big surprise for me yeah uh jumanji will be a big surprise for you guys Absolutely. So that wraps it up, but we have honorable mention. We do. Honorable mention would be the Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Oh, I think it's really good. So that was a good movie. <laughs> so that was a really good movie. We just ran out of, um, you know, we had such a long list of movies. So yeah, it's, it's such a long list of movies. We're not going to go over every single movie, but this is honorable mention, and then we'll quickly go over the B list of movies really mm-hmm. quick. But, um, yeah, so we have Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, which was filmed. That was the third movie, I believe. And then, obviously, we have Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, so that's... Um, yeah. That was, that was only 10 minutes filmed on Kauai in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, so the reason I didn't love this movie... And this is what, Indiana Jones? You didn't love the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's like one of the best movies ever. I mean, it's what good. What are you talking about? But it was like five minutes of Hawaii. Yeah, and of I was course. like in the beginning of the movie, and then the rest of it was not, and I lost interest. Well, I'm I'm really sorry. (laughs) I'm really sorry that you lost interest of one of the best movies ever made. I'm not like a huge Indiana Jones buff. I mean, it was okay. Once again, I'm really I'm really sorry for you then. (laughs) Okay. That's just a damn shame. Yeah, it was was okay. It was. (laughs) That's like sacrilege. Like that's like saying I didn't like Star Wars. I didn't say I didn't like it. Okay. I was just you know I. Raiders of the Lost Ark, the original, the first one. You didn't understand. You did not love the concept of it that they had to go get this godly thing, and 
go around the world to find it. And it's like an adventure movie, man. It's cool. And it was against the Germans and Hitler. Oh, the Nazis. And the Nazis yeah. taking out the Nazis. Who doesn't want to take out the Nazis? It was cool. Okay, it's so just, now, so you know, I'm, I'm, is it growing on you now that I'm talking about it? No, Indiana Jones just, it, you know. <sighs> I don't know. It was cool. If you're into Do you like Indiana Dora the Explorer? I've never seen Dora the Explorer. Oh, for the love of God. I'm sorry. Let's go to the next movie. Okay. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. That's another honorable mention, 2016. That was hilarious. That was a fun movie. That is like right up. Well, it's not right up there with 51st Dates and Forgetting Sarah Marshall, but I would say it's like the third or fourth comedy. It's really funny. Yeah, it's, it's a funny it's movie. It's stupid funny. It's stupid funny. It's like the stupidest of the of the funny movies. Yeah. And But it is worth seeing. It, it is surprising. You will like it. Yeah. You will like it. Yeah, Get you to will see like a lot it. of Kulo or Ranch ATV. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, and the other movie, very much like the 1966 Hawaii, is Molokai, the story of Father Damien. Mm. And we talked about that on the Father Damien podcast yes. for patrons. Uh, that was done in 1999, and that is really close to what actually happened. Yeah. So that's like a history lesson as well. So watch that movie. It's a good portrayal of it. You'll yeah. learn a lot. It's on Amazon Prime right now for free if yeah. you have that. So watch that movie if you get the opportunity that's another great movie that is on the history of hawaii so i would watch uh molokai and hawaii yeah that'd be a great history lesson right there exactly and they've done plenty of books on this too if you want to learn about father damon as well okay right on okay so we're going to really go quick really quickly here on b movies uh we're going to have midway which was filmed in last year it was filmed last year exactly and then we're going to have let's see donovan's reef which was John Wayne, believe it or not. That wow. was uh, 1963. We didn't put that in the old movies. Uh, Aloha, <sighs> 2015. I did not like that movie. It was just so inaccurate. It was all over the place. <laughs> it was all over the place. It was. It, I, I, I felt when I had seen that movie, like someone had hacked four movies together. <laughs> and just I, was, I wasn't happy with it. Yeah, it was okay? Godzilla, <laughs> 2014. King Kong, the original, 1976. Uh, Kong Skull Island, 2015. Uh, King Kong, the one that um, Peter Jackson filmed on Kauai. And then Godzilla vs. King Kong, which comes out (laughs) soon. Which comes out in November, I think. So really, out of all those movies, King Kong was was actually good. And Kong Skull Island was actually good. So those movies were good. Battleship, 2012. Soul Surfer. 2011, Just Go With It, 2011, Princess Kaiulani, 2009. I like that And you like that movie. I thought it had so much more potential, and that's why I don't put it in the top 20, because it could have been so much better than it was. I think I just learned a lot, which is why I like it. Yes, you'll learn some. Yeah, you'll actually learn about... It's another history one if you want to learn. Yes, I agree with you. And actually, Soul Surfer is a real story as well. Right, right. And what's her name? Bethany... 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 Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, so that's a real true story too. Um, Then you have The Big Bounce, 2004. The Ride, 2003. uh, To End All Wars in 2001. Six Days, Seven Nights, 1998. That was with Harrison Ford too. That was okay, but I wouldn't put it as a really great movie. Beyond Paradise, 1998. Lonnie Loa, The Passage, 1998. Picture Bride, 1995. Honeymoon in Vegas, 1992. That was Nicolas Cage. It was a very small amount of it. it was filmed in Hawaii. Wow. Yeah. 
North Shore 1987. Actually, if you guys want to watch that movie, that was actually pretty decent. It was so hokey and ridiculous. I do want to watch it. Yeah, so it's called I the North Shore. I just can't find it free anywhere. Yeah, that's the thing. And at the beginning of the podcast, we actually play, hey, the Holly is so Holly, he doesn't know he's Holly. That's from the movie North that's Shore. That's cool. Yeah. Black Widow 1987. Blood and Orchids 1986. And The Hawaiians. 1970. Mm. I have never heard or no. seen that movie. Tora Tora Tora, 1970s. Tora 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 is another version of Pearl Harbor. Oh. It's the older version. Yeah, 1970 is the older version of Pearl Harbor. Good movie, decent movie. Okay. Nothing fantastic, but decent. Kona Coast, 1968. Paradise Hawaiian Style, 1966. In Harm's Way, 1965. Diamond Head, 1963. Girls, 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 1962. Gidget Goes Hawaiian, 1961. I know Gidget. She's a famous person back from the 60s there. Hell's Half Acre, 1954. And Waikiki Wedding, 1937. Never heard of that. An Anaconda. Yeah, I don't know what Waikiki Wedding is. Hmm. I don't know what diamond head is i don't know what most of these are yeah so i mean well uh, these are the, just the movies that we pulled up that were all filmed in hawaii mm. uh, we obviously uh we've watched some of them i've watched some of them but some of them i've never watched and you know i only got them down here so if you guys want to look them up these are enough movies to keep you busy for like two years <laughs> they are so i mean hawaii believe it or not had a huge amount of movies filmed here i mean I, what 200 movies i don't even know i have now. no idea but it's crazy and you know what it's always continuing there's always like maybe two to five movies filmed here a year right. and then obviously if you guys want to go back you know um uh what you call it hawaii 50 just ended 10 oh, seasons right, right. you can go back and watch the old series you can go you can go ahead and watch the new one you can watch the old magnum pi you can watch the lost. new one lost oh how did we not talk about that because we did movies oh that's right we did movies lost is amazing some people just weren't intelligent enough to get what's going on <laughs> and then they just gave up on the show I knew a whole along what was going on in the show. I think it was, Lost is one of those oh, of amazing... Of course you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I knew from right from the beginning. But I mean, I think that's like one of the best TV shows ever made was Lost. Um, the thing is, though, is they kind of played it out where I don't even think they knew what the hell was going on. Like the people who wrote it? Mm-hmm. I think they just went along like, oh, uh, I don't know what we're going to do next week. I don't know. Let's figure it out. So I never watched Lost when it was on. And oh. I recently, like a couple years ago, I tried to start watching it on Netflix. I yeah. made it to like episode three and they pulled it. So I never got to Damn see it. it. I really want to watch it. I do. No, it's a great, it's a great show. Yeah. It's a great show. So if you get the opportunity, watch Lost. It's six seasons. And unlike me, when I watched it originally when it came out, I was like, every week I had to wait for the next episode, and everyone was a cliffhanger. Yeah. It was hellish torture. <laughs> like, they would have lost parties every week. Like, I would go to my friends and watch it. Aww. And it was that was a big thing back then when you go to lost parties. It was a weird thing. But if you can watch it on Netflix or wherever it is out, at least you can watch all of it and not yeah. have to stop. They'll put it back very eventually. Very addictive. It's just very not on addictive. there right now. Yeah, it's very addictive. So, okay, guys. This is a great podcast. Thank you so much. It's going to be a very long (laughs) podcast, but thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. We hope that you know everybody's doing well, staying safe. Yeah, and we hope that you spend the time to watch all these great movies in Hawaii, catch up on uh, history of Hawaii too. Try to pick out different areas in the movies that were filmed in Hawaii, and yes, be very safe. This isn't over. This is going to take a while, and. you know, we're just not suffering here in Hawaii. We're suffering everywhere. 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 Like so you said, we're all together. Yeah, we're all we're all together in this, whether we come out of it alive or Oh jeez. 
how Let's about guys yeah, yeah. leave us a message yeah. let us know how you're doing yes. let us know which movies you watched from our list what you thought whatever just leave us messages yeah exactly and next week we're gonna do another fun podcast i don't know what it is we'll figure it out but it'll be wonderful <laughs> it'll be another free podcast <laughs> and uh we'll go from there but everybody hunker down do what you're told <laughs> and we're all come out of this alive and 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 better than we were before. I really do believe this. There is something, that's positive. Yeah, that's positive. That's right? I really do believe that this was a necessary, uh, crazy as it may sound, this was a necessary event for us to slow everything down and to appreciate life in different ways and appreciate our family and our friends and our loved ones differently and really kind of overall see what is truly important to us. I Before we move on, are you hating your job? Maybe when you come out of here, maybe you want, might want to do that job that you love. Yeah, Just you change go. your life. There you go. I feel like this is like throwing us back to the 90s when life was a little slower. And like families ate dinner together and played In the board 90s? Games. I do because I feel like right after the 90s is when life technology took over yeah. and life changed. Oh, that's true. You know okay, what I'm now saying? I know what you're saying. I'm going back to the 70s no, when no, I no. used to get like microwave dinners and shit. Well, I was not <laughs> born yet, so not to the not actually not the 70s, that's the 80s, yeah, but I 80s. mean, yeah, yeah, but you you know what I mean? It's no, just I like know what you're saying. People were home and but so it's like different but from different people. What I'm saying people. is when it changed. And I think technology for everybody changed technology us. changed. I think it was right after the 90s, like the end of the 90s when it was like the, year the pace of life, yeah, the pace of life yeah. changed and all of a sudden we were all going 1000 miles per hour. Everything speeded up yeah. and now we're all slowing down and we're just going to take this time to figure out what we want to do with our futures and hopefully we'll all come out of this poorer, but <laughs> but we're going to come out of here more positive. Ready and poorer, ready to go. Poorer and more positive. And we'll have a plan. <laughs> we'll have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Okay, guys. You ready? Let's end let's right. this. All right. Shoot. Shoot. Okay, we'll see you guys Aloha. next week. Aloha. Oh, this ancient skies I've had these wandering eyes But you took me by surprise When you let me inside of you Inside of you Inside of you There's got to be some part of me Inside of you
kind I don't know what to do When you speak of Allah It's all the above All the good Yeah So that offers a right way range Allah Whether it's Pono Mikai Still the same I don't care how you look at it, it's still aloha. Be puno. Be righteous. Take it higher I wanna get high